Good morning, Nashville. My name is Braden Gall, and this is the 444 Wednesday, February 10th. Today on the show, an absolutely brutal showing from the Nashville Predators, some actual good news in the professional soccer world, but we begin today with Josh Heupel's search for a defensive coordinator. The 440 is brought to you every single morning by the Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned custom home and remodeling firm. Listen, I'm a nerd. I like planning. I like data. I like information. I like stats. I like yards per play. You guys know me. And well, when you're building a house or making a huge financial decision like a remodel where you're going to spend a lot of money and a lot of time and a lot of effort trying to figure things out, why stress out about it? Let somebody else do the stressing for you. This is where the Kingston Group comes in with their process. It's all about alignment. It's about their thoughtful, proven game plan. Their design team is in-house like very few firms in Nashville so that there's no miscommunications along the way. And making sure that that process delivers the product that you, the client, have in your mind, your vision for what your home is going to be. It's really not all that complicated. It's called doing good work for people you care about. Check out the website, buildkg.com. That's buildkg.com. Josh Heupel is working on building his staff in Knoxville, and it's taking a lot longer than usual. Ohio State linebackers coach Al Washington is being targeted by Heupel to be his defensive coordinator. The Columbus, Ohio native and Boston College alum coached under former Ohio State defensive coordinator Luke Fickle for one year at Cincinnati in 2017 before working for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan in 2018 and has been the linebackers coach and co-DC at Ohio State for the last two seasons. So let me just read you a text message that I got from somebody very close to the Ohio State program about Al Washington. Quote, young coach, players coach, they love him. He's not been a coordinator, so I don't know what his, quote, philosophy is, but he's been a lot in 4-3 schemes. He came into Ohio State and got underachieving linebacking core back up to speed. I think last year, honestly, the linebackers were the best unit on the defense, even if they were not the five-star studs that jump off the page. He's not someone who overcomplicates things, seems to get the most out of his guys. He's a great recruiter, but also have to say that Ohio State recruits itself as well. I was a good recruiter at Michigan, but not this good. He's been much better at Ohio State. Have to try and see where Ohio State ends and Al begins before people just think that he's the Pied Piper of recruiting. End quote. It is also worth noting that there have been a lot of cooks in the kitchen in his two years in Columbus. Greg Madison and Jeff Halfley, the Boston College head football coach now, ran the defense in 2019. Madison actually brought Al Washington with him from Michigan to Ohio State when he took the job. And of course, former Titans secondary coach Kerry Coombs ran the defense in 2020. So it's hard to know how much input Washington has had in terms of installing and implementing and designing the game plan. But all of that scouting report on Washington sounds about right for a guy who's ready to make the leap to become a defensive coordinator for the first time. So let's take a step back for a second and look at the decision-making process here from Josh Heupel. The most important decision he will make is hiring a defensive coordinator, period. It's the one thing he cannot whiff on. We've seen quality coaching careers get torpedoed in one season because they didn't hire the right coordinator, generally on the other side of the ball. With Washington, there's a lot to like. His track record of working with linebackers is excellent. He has learned from some of the best defensive minds in the game, and his ability to recruit seems legitimate. But it's also a huge risk, considering he's never called the plays or designed a defense by himself and has never worked in the SEC. And have I mentioned that this is the most important decision is going to have to make in his early tenure as the Tennessee head coach? You have to be sure. You better be sure if you're going to make this move. Like willing to bet your entire SEC head coaching career on Al Washington, sure. 
He may be totally capable, and then this becomes a really smart, savvy hire by Josh Heupel. If he's not, well, we know how first-time SEC head football coaching careers end when they cannot build a high-quality coaching staff. After the super-lit players-only meeting on Monday night, which almost always works, following the 4-1 loss to Tampa, and then a boatload of roster changes, the Predators turned Tuesday night's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning into a fully-fledged wrestling match. Unfortunately, they got tapped out pretty quickly. Tampa scored three times in three minutes in the first period and not only held that lead for the next 46 minutes, but also added three more goals in the third period just for fun. Eric Howell and Nick Cousins were healthy scratches, and Ellie Tolvanen, who has shown signs of life over the last week, was sent down to the taxi squad as John Hines made massive changes to his starting lineup. Colton Sissons was the starting top-line center. Michael McCarron, Yakov Trenin, and Matthew Olivier were on the third line. It obviously didn't work. The Preds have now lost eight of their last 11 games and just gave up 27 goals in six games against the state of Florida. I will spare my mother-in-law the language on this show and save it all for today's episode of The Gold Standard featuring Adam Vingen out every Wednesday. Well, with all due respect, Adam, I'm I'm not going to discuss what what was said. You've got some hoops to watch on Wednesday evening as number 16 Tennessee will try to build on that excellent second half against Kentucky on Saturday with a home test against the Georgia team that has won three straight games tonight. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Meanwhile, in the pro ranks, the Grizzlies have gone from first place in their division to out of the postseason altogether after losing four straight. Memphis will try to snap that losing streak on Wednesday evening against the Charlotte Hornets. Tip time for that one is 7 o'clock Central Time. The MLS and the Players Association finalized a new collective bargaining agreement earlier this week that will keep the labor peace in America's highest level of soccer through 2027. It's a lot of contractual legal mumbo-jumbo. Players will get 100% compensation in 2021, can reach free agency a little earlier in their career. You know, max spending on a player was increased, increased revenue sharing of the new media deal that's coming. Increased veteran minimums, you know, all that that type of stuff. Basically, though, what does this mean for soccer fans in Nashville? Well, it means that an MLS schedule will be announced in the coming weeks and hopefully coming days, and that no work stoppages will take place, which is great news for all the soccer fans in this city. According to opening odds to win the MLS Cup in 2021, Nashville SC is plus 2,800, which places them 16th out of 27 clubs. New York City at plus 700 and FC Dallas at plus 750 are the top two favorites to win the Cup this season. Let's get this thing going, man. We need some professional sports to watch in this town that don't suck. The 440 is constructed every single morning by the Kingston Group, Nashville's locally owned, award-winning, I might add, custom home and remodeling firm. It's about people doing good work for each other. It's about a community. And the Kingston Group is Nashville. It is locally owned, and they have been doing this for over a decade. It is a partnership between you and the Kingston Group to try to find the best way to deliver you the home you've always envisioned for your family. Just go check out their work. You decide for yourself. BuildKG.com is the website. BuildKG.com. The 440 is a production of 440 Media, written and produced by Braden Gall, music by William Tyler.